and we're rolling. We're rolling. Good morning. Good morning, Jeb. How are you? Rested. Rested is the operative word. Rested is the operative word here in Camp Bacon at Oshkosh. 2018, it is day three of the show. It's day six for me. Uh, we're sitting here at Camp Bacon in Camp Schaller. Been enjoying a leisurely morning. Uh, prepping to hit the uh, show hard and get some business done. Some of us are. Yeah, this is Jeb's here. Dave's here. Jack is wherever Jack is. Jack is not here. Jack is uh, we should do that where's Waldo thing with Jack. Yeah. Look for him on a map. Yeah. We can't do we can't do Dave's not here. No, we can't, but uh, that joke never gets old. Right. Right. <laughs> not right. not. So welcome to uh, episode 456 Echo of the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast. I'm Jeb, that's Dave. Uh, as he correctly pointed out, we're sitting here uh, in the campsite in Camp Scholar in Camp Bacon um, next to the Taj Mahal, um, enjoying our, our, uh, our morning uh, coffee clatch. Um, had a little episode here with the camp coffee and, and everybody came away much more uh, uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and enlightened. Uh, yeah, I'm one, one half cup away from starting to vibrate. So. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, um, I'm not going to need quite as much under low lead as I might otherwise have needed to get south. So uh, all that is good. That's right. You're. I'm punching out today. Um, knock wood. I uh, hope to be in my own bed tonight. Uh, weather and uh, the, the GPS gods cooperating. Um, uh, we'll probably make that happen. Yeah, it's looking a little gnarly along the Georgia panhandle border. And uh, uh, hopefully that'll be passable when Jeb gets right. when, when when Debbie gets there. Right. Yeah. Jeb might be a few miles behind the airplane, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. It, whatever it'll be, it'll be. The airplane flies better than I do, so that's a good thing. <laughs> um, so what have you seen in the, the days you've been here that uh, jumps out at you for Oshkosh 18? That's a good question. Um, I think the, the single thing that jumps out at me is um, the crowds, the attendance. Um, I, I guess I should be used to it by now, but uh, it's always um, a good thing and amazing that the field fills up, that you try to walk around and see things, and you got people all over the place. It, it, I'm not being critical when I say that. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, but that's to me is really the kind of the, the singular most amazing thing, single most amazing thing uh, of the show so far. Now, you know, again, I'm punching out today, so I won't really get to see um, um, a lot of the other stuff y'all will be enjoying later in the week. There was one aerobatic act that I saw yesterday, and I'm told that this is like two. Um, uh, SU-25s or something. I don't. SU-26s. SU-26s welded together um, uh, with a jet engine mounted below the, the central uh, wing platform uh, and the two radial engines and, and smoke. And the guy was hovering. Um, um, no straight up. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what power setting the, the piston engines were. I don't know what power setting the jet engine was. But he was blowing smoke the whole way. He was hovering about a thousand feet above Oshkosh and making all kinds of noise and uh, 
that's probably about the most interesting single thing uh, that I've that I've seen here this week. The you know there's there's avionics announcements, there's airframe announcements. Cessna's got a full size revised Denali mock-up. Um, um, you know there's even even more options for um, adding a glass panel to your steam gauge airplane. Um, there's all kinds of ADSB products out there. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, pilot supplies and, and G-Jaws that uh, uh, pilots tend to want to spend money on over the years. Um, and there's a bunch of new stuff there and a bunch of old stuff that's been repackaged and whatever. Um, so all that is, is a typical show uh, as far as my frame of reference is concerned. But um, just the, the crowds, the people, these, the enthusiasm, the smiles, um, it's a great place to be. It's, it's, I can tell you right now, it's another successful show for EAA, uh, and more power to them. Yeah, considering that uh, I rolled in Thursday evening, as I've mentioned before, and we had on and off ugly weather through late Sunday morning, and uh, it cleared off, and there was a screenshot that I saw of uh, the ADSB feed coming through Fisk, to uh, ripping to Fisk, and I don't think you could have shoehorned a mosquito in yeah. between some of those. Yeah, I think, I think Jack used that image earlier in the week to, to, as, a, as, yeah. a, as an image to go with the, uh, the daily episode. Uh, it's, it's a very interesting image, and uh, you know a lot of people are referring to that. Uh, I asked a, f- uh, a few people who didn't fly in, and oh yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's very cool. It's it's also very indicative of how popular this show is. Well, the uh, some of the avionics news that's uh, worth noting. Uh, Aspen announced a, an upgrade to their uh, very well thought out. Uh, Almost plug-and-play replacement for instruments. They call it the Max Pro Max. Uh, Pro Max. It's uh, got some great upgrades for it, and they're offering great deals for existing customers to upgrade. And if you do that, if you take the old one out, put the new one in. Well, you actually take the old one out. Uh, it gets a new screen. Uh, it gets um, a couple of new circuit boards. It gets um, new software. And um, it's the same serial number unit, um, but it's upgraded, uh, physically upgraded. And, you know, a lot of um, avionics manufacturers will be happy to upgrade your avionics, but it's more of a a switch kind of thing. You take one component out and you put another one in uh, and bolt it all down and sign the paperwork. Um, Aspen will literally rebuild and upgrade your existing unit. And that's... You know, a, a good thing, a new thing um, for some vendors. Um, it certainly would tend to save money down the road, I would think. Um, and it's you know another way to do it. It's a my book, a pretty good way to do it. Well, in the uh, the new screen that they uh, that comes with the Pro Max upgrade, higher resolution instead of 16 colors, it's 64 million colors. They increase the font size to make it easier for old parts like us to read it from from uh, the cockpit position. Uh, Abenine's uh, talking about some uh, improvements to their equipment. They're celebrating 25 years here this year. Uh, it's just been a good show if you're 
in the market for avionics stuff. Bendix King is showing off their X-View Touch, which is their first ever experimental project, product. Uh, but they're also showing off some new stuff for uh, satisfying the ADS-B requirements. <coughs> Excuse me. We've seen a <clears throat> couple of things that will help you satisfy that with a <clears throat> an ADS-B. I think it was Trig that had a little box under $400 that had the uh, GPS receiver uh, meets the standard WAS GPS, and you plug it into your Trig transponder, and you've got ADS-B out. Uh -huh. uh, that's very slick, and if you're already in, into Trig equipment, that's probably one of the lowest cost options to go ADS-B out that I've seen. And uh, one of the main topics of conversation among folks who have been flying in is the, uh, the, the, the screaming of their systems going traffic, traffic on their ADS-B in feeds. It's something that does is a first time experience for a lot of them. Yeah. They yep. didn't have it last year. Mine was was singing traffic nine o'clock about five seconds later. Traffic ten o'clock five seconds after that. Traffic eleven o'clock, and it wasn't that they were passing me; I was passing them. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, that's that's obviously a useful uh, technology, and a lot of people, as you correctly know, haven't really had the chance to experience that. Yeah. Uh, um, so. The afternoon air shows with Jeb was talking about the uh, twin fuselage triple engine SU-26. Uh, the air show acts have been, you know, as, as good as always. Yeah. Uh, today is Wednesday. That means night air show this evening. Right. And uh, Monday evening, we got a treat out of the ultralight area where they put on a whole show down there with powered parachutes with lights in the cowl. Uh -huh. Lights in the prop ring. Right, yeah, and uh, then some fireworks, and uh, they flew far past the normal closing hour, uh, and they've been flying late into the evening down in uh, the ultralight area uh, the, the last uh, two nights, and that's kind of a treat because we can watch most of it from here in Camp Bacon. Mm -hmm. uh, the buildings, oh my, yeah. it's so crowded to try to get through that if you want to really have access to the vendor that you're interested in you wait till the air show starts because that's when the crowd thins out uh, we had Boeing in uh, the other morning talking about the uh, personnel shortages that are looming in uh, pilots in technicians maintenance technicians avionics technicians uh, there's a lot of educational opportunities here where they're offering uh, uh, programs to help fill some of those slots that uh, the, the people interested can enroll in. Uh, it's, and uh, it's covering all the bases. Uh, one of the things I want to see today is the uh, Denali, uh, the new full-size mock-up for the Cessna Denali. Uh, the engine that's making progress, uh, that's a Pratt & Whitney PT6A variant that didn't exist before this. Uh, plenty of experimental stuff here. Uh, it's it, if you're not here, you're missing out. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And there's still time. Uh, today's Wednesday, Jack. I'm sure I'll get this posted uh, uh, later today. He'll have the time. Um, so you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday still. Yep. And on Sunday, uh, it'll be Jack, me, and uh, an as yet to be identified guest host. We'll be on the uh, on the uh, announcers stand at 10 a.m. doing this live on EAA radio which gets streamed so 
uh, if you want to hear a lot of departure traffic intermixed with our droning on. Uh, oh, and there's a drone show coming, uh, I think that's Saturday night. I, I will be sitting by my pool uh, with something uh, libaceous in my hand, uh, listening to you and, and chuckling quietly. <laughs> so uh, we're going to wrap this one for uh, today and uh, get on about our business. We hope to see you here Thursday night at the uh, annual tie-down party at the usual location. Uh, uh, you know, you'll just have to settle for it being only me uh, of the trio. Uh, something that I'm honestly a little tenuous about, but we'll make it work out. Nothing like being in demand. Yeah, well, and, and better to be in demand than on a wanted poster. So that's Jeb. I'm Dave. Jack is who knows where and inbound for Friday. And we'll wrap this up with four. 56 Echo. And uh, today's episode title is Camp Coffee. Camp Coffee. We'll see you at the show. <laughs>